Welcome to the Die Bar of the IWC. Welcome to Wrestling on the Rocks, episode one. Again, I'm at Ref Marsh. We are at WOTR, the show. With me today for Thursday Night Chaser. Don't call it a comeback. It's a re-debut. We got Miss Amanda Jane. What's up, Miss Amanda Jane? Well, hi. I, uh, yeah, so I missed, like, probably the only ever, like, totally ricky centric episode of yeah. wrestling on the rocks definitely i wasn't there to make it, it a five hour as it gets mm-hmm. it was the only reason we got out last week you know because i wasn't there yeah if you were there we wouldn't have even said no, we wouldn't have even tra- talked about other things we'd have been like all right let's ricky this is ricky starks yeah. ricky on the rocks ricky on the rocks well you know but i'm back and Shout out to the brothers in time for taking my place. Yeah. You guys actually had some interesting things to say. I will say this. I started doing a pie chart mm-hmm. and bar charts. And yeah, it, it got too it got too much. I said, you know, we'll just dial it back. Yeah. So they, they did, did the best great. they could. So yay. However, there were no birthdays and there were some really good birthdays. So I apologize in advance to those that had a birthday last week, because there were some really good ones. Yeah, go ahead. Hit it. Let's start it off with, let's, a little, let's okay. do, yeah, let's do a bunch of birthdays and a little what's in your glass and we'll be cheers in the okay. whole way. I'm having just some tea with a little bit of whiskey and a little bit of macadamia liqueur on top. This is what I call a dirty tea. A 
dirty tea. Like the dirty that. tea. Speaking of teas, <laughs> you can get them, you know, our teas online. I'm wearing one actually because it's a re-debut. It's an- another episode one. Yeah, that's badass. So, yeah, y'all know where to get them. And if you don't, I don't know what to tell you. Well, me, I actually have because I was driving by one, so I have sponsored, not sponsored, but I had to because it's kind of a good day. Oh, you can't see my label. Good day. I have some soju up in this. Pineapple soju. Ooh, Ooh we're going to get litty. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been a week of wrestling. Let's just go there. But uh, for those who we did not um, celebrate, there were a lot of great ones. Like, you know, like, for example, Slick. I remember Slick when I was a child. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I learned early, obviously, what a pimp is, and that's a pimp right there. So, dude, Michael Cole, uh, Enzo, really? Okay, well, you know what? His buddy's doing big things. What is it, Big Bill or whatever they're called? Yeah. Yeah, that kind of threw me for a loop. Kurt Angle. I mean, look at these people. Kurt Angle. Hello. JTG. It was, yeah, I mean, they did the whole Kurt Angle birthday celebration on SmackDown. Which was yeah, cool. see? Ray Mysterio. Hello. Mysterio. See? That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Sunny Kiss. Sabu. One of my personal buddies. Flip Gordon. Happy birthday, Flipper. Ooh, flip, 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 flip. Flip Gordon. I love that whole thing. Uh, there's some people I don't want to say. Junkyard Dog was awesome when I was a kid. Yep. <laughs> kind of cool. Yep. Eric Young. Happy birthday. His birthday is today, by the way. Um, And then, of course, um, rest in peace, Birdie Lee. It's his birthday tomorrow. I'm a little sad on that. Stone Cold. You don't have any more Stone Cold beers. You drank them all, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I had the last one of those. That's too. Rob Van Dam. You know, got smoke a little for you, dude. Yep. 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 Chris Stratus. Look at all these people. Mean oh. Gene, yeah, fucking Morrow. I miss Morrow Ronaldo. Let me just say that. Yeah. Okay. I miss his stylings. Uh, who else do we got here? Uh, no, that's next week. Okay, making sure I didn't forget anybody. But look at all these birthdays. Happy birthday, people! A lot of good birthdays. So, if you're celebrating, happy birthday and. The only other person of interest, and I don't know who this is. Um, <clears throat> let me just double check. Make sure. Yeah. No. That's it. They're all people. Oh, if you want to go there. If you want to go there. Um, technically. Um, yeah, well, he, he was in a WrestleMania, right? Um, William the Refrigerator Perry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's go there. So happy birthday, y'all. Yeah. Well, happy birthday. Cheers to you. It's to you. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. Um, well, there's a few things happening in the news. Lots of news. Yeah, some news. Uh, one of the things I wanted to let you know about, because I don't know if you saw it, Kylie Ray made her WWE debut. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was well, what's really interesting is that she had a trial. And people were talking about she had a WWE tryout. It was big news, and no one heard anything about it. But this week, while they were doing, uh, was it SmackDown or Raw? I think it was Raw. 
they were filming main event, you know, their, their Peacock exclusive show. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kylie Ray had a match against Dana Brooke and it actually aired today on Peacock. Mm-hmm. So there's a Kylie Ray versus Dana Brooke match on Peacock now, although her name is Brianna Ray, I believe. Mm. It, that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I guess one of the things that I had heard earlier in the week mm-hmm. was I know how, you know, she's had a lot of problems. Yeah. And I, I, if this is news to, if this is not news to people, well, I didn't know, but I guess she had a problem with alcohol. Yeah. She talked and, about that. Yeah. So, but I hope that she, it, she can, she can, I don't know. I hope that, she, that she'll do well with WWE. Yeah, I hope she does well. I hope that she finds something because it, it, she seems to be so start and stop and mm-hmm. seems to be, I mean, yeah, it sucks because you want to you want to say, you know, it's not her fault, but it seems to be super isolated to her. And I'm not saying yeah. it's her fault, but it definitely falls on her. Like, it's not that these companies aren't giving her a shot and she's not getting the opportunity. Getting yeah. the contract seems to be the easy part for her in a re- in the regard that she is that good yeah. that every time someone sees her they go yes that one mm-hmm. whatever happens after that seems to be a massive struggle for her and that sucks uh because it, she's so easy to get behind and she yeah. has that star quality power uh when i bumped into her at starcast the first time i'd never like seen her i barely had heard of her but she was running by me and doing stuff and i just remember almost like this is clearly somebody who is this, yeah. you know what I mean? This is clearly a somebody this is, and I'm like looking around trying to figure out who is she? And then I found out, yeah. you know, later on who she was. And I was like, okay, yeah, she has that kind of star. She gives off that, that presence. So, so it's not a shock that she's getting these shots. Uh, you just hope that one it's of good. them lands in a way that is not too much for her to handle one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so uh, hopefully something happens out of that. You know, I think that she's a slam dunk if she can stay. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that she's going right to like main roster, whereas other people who've had more experience than her, at least with like TV or whatnot. It is interesting. But it also, I don't think we have the full story necessarily, right? Like, there's every possibility that uh, that's just where they were. That it was maybe a second tryout. Maybe she will go to NXT and maybe they were, I forget, what, what city were they in? I don't know. But what if they were, were where she was going to be? Mm-hmm. Hey, we had the tryout in the PC. We want to do another tryout in front of the other people. But you're right. If she ends up strictly on the main roster straight away, like that's big. It's big, but she's also good enough that that's not a total shock. It's just a matter of sticking with it and not, and get being in control of, of that side of you, you know? Yeah. But you know, some of our favorites, it was like, they were, they were down in, you know, at NXT and could have been like fucking LA night, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Albeit, yeah. yeah, it was short, and yeah, had that uh-huh. horrible, horrible Max Dupree shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, but so that's that one, and then 
Other news, there was a little bit more information that came out today about uh, Mercedes, Sasha Banks, that the rumor is that's starting to be reported on by the Fightfuls and the Dave Meltzers, because before we talked about Raj was the only one who'd ever said that Sasha was not with the company. Uh -huh. um, but we also said that he's doesn't really go out on a limb on stuff he doesn't truly believe is correct, so there's a uh -huh. good chance it's a safe bet, right? But it's hard to say, right? Well, now uh -huh. Fightful and observer they're all starting to say okay they have their own source confirmation that she's going to be a free agent as of january 1st and will be able to to wrestle they're also saying that her contract did expire months ago or was she was released months ago but the the non-wrestling compete ends january 1st uh so yeah it all kind of times out around the time that raj had said mm -hmm. what i also think is very interesting about that in and of itself Raj wanted to break the story because he knew it was a massive story. This is huge, if true, right? Yeah. The fact it's been this long mm -hmm. and no one's been able to confirm that. Like, in a way, it kind of exposes a lot of what the newsletters are able to verify when they are. They're able mm -hmm. to verify when we goddamn want you to. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of closed yeah. lips around there because that's even when Vince was in power. That mm -hmm. all happened before Triple H took over. Yeah. And when Triple H took over, people still weren't talking. So, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's just kind of interesting. It kind of gives a little bit more light on that, too, that, like, someone talked to Raj, who is mm -hmm. a trusted source, that would not talk to other people, that no mm -hmm. one else could confirm. No one could get that second voice. Like, a lot of these people jump on and aggregate data, and you'll see... Someone will tweet a thing. This person's been released. And then everyone says this person was released as per that one person who tweeted the thing. Mm -hmm. No one would touch this stuff with Raj. It's oh. really weird. You know, yeah. it's just interesting. But at the same time, I still don't know what's true until I see it. Right. But, mm -hmm. but I don't see her not being willing to talk to Triple H about stuff. It makes you wonder what we're going to see. I think what we mapped out last week could be, I mean, it's still on the table, man. Hey, I'm telling you, January is going to be the month of Mercedes. And I think Sasha will be back in WWE by mania. And I think it's going to be even bigger because I think she will have had matches in NJPW and AEW. I think she will show up in those places and still be contracted to WWE by mania in a mania match. That's my prediction. <laughs> She's probably in a movie. She's been acting. Yeah, I mean, all of her non-wrestling related stuff she's been doing, you know, so she's Hollywood. Like, how big is yeah. that if she appears in these other places and goes, oh, she's done, done. And then, boom, mm -hmm. it's mouse time. Mm -hmm. She comes out. I'm Hollywood, motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. You know, I do what I want. I go where I want. Mm -hmm. I fight who I want to fight. Mm -hmm. no one can stop me. Not even the machine can stop me from being me and doing what I want to mm -hmm. do when yep. I want to do it. And then people go, Oh my God, Sasha does whatever she wants. It'd be, uh, it'd be great. It'll yeah. be great. That's my prediction. It's what I'm hoping for because I'm petty. Yeah. What do you think? I think, yeah, I'm well, one, uh, that's a, I'm not surprised. No one jumped on what Raj had to say because that one is if you're if you're jumping on this train and it's wrong, yeah, you don't your credibility is shit. I mean, a lot of these guys don't have very good credibility, anyways. Mm -hmm. But that's one, it's like that's suicide. 
with a lot of people. Would I have trusted it? Probably. And especially because you're not hearing it. Because when you don't hear something, I think that, you know, either there's a reason why you don't hear it. It's because either A, if you did hear it, that's, you know, that's some pretty top level shit right there. Yep. You know, and you don't want to be the one, like if you're getting these kinds of things, you don't want to be the one. Sometimes you do, but then sometimes you really, you really don't. Because then if it, you know, lands like egg on your face, yeah. that source ain't going to ever come back to you again. So, but, and a lot of people don't want to touch that because they think, yeah, I don't want to be an outsider and that could make me an outsider. So, yep. but, you know. Did you hear our fantasy booking for, for Sasha? Did you no. catch that? No, I didn't. So my, my fantasy booking is that... um January 4th is Wrestle Kingdom. Mm -hmm. So she shows up there. You said mm -hmm. the Wrestle Kingdom uh, card is out, right? The card came out. It came out the, uh, this morning. Is Kari Sane on Wrestle Kingdom day four? She, uh, so well, what they brought out, is it two days? Mm -hmm. she again this year? Yep. Oh, no, it says January 4th. Oh, and then on the 21st. They only yep. announced the, the 4th. Okay, is Kari yeah. Sane on that card? Kari Sane is. Against two? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Against two? Uh, Tam Nakano. Okay, but they did not announce the 21st? No, not yet. Perfect, that feeds into my shit. This feeds mm. me. There you go. By the way, Grimmy present the chat saying, Hello! 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 That's what Hello! He and he goes, but the outsiders are cool. He makes a good point. Yeah. Chico. Meng. Meng. Yeah. Uh... Okay, so they announced the 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 January fourth show. Kari mm -hmm. Sane's on there. Mm -hmm. After that match, Sasha Bank comes out, mm -hmm. says, "Fuck you, Kari Sane. Fuck you, dude." <laughs> right, and Be then they go, "That's it. We're on for the twenty first. I'm taking yeah. your goddamn title, bitch. Mm -hmm. Bitch, bitch." Then <laughs> on January eleventh. Soraya Page needs a tag team partner to go against Britt Baker. And some, I mean, whatever Britt, what I don't know. But Soraya bitch. needs a tag team partner. Bitch. You have Sasha come out and go, bitch, I do what I want. <laughs> they have this match. They're teaming together. Look mm -hmm. at how, look at they're coinciding. They're a team. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the match, boom, Sasha backstabs Page. Now you got a match next week, one-on-one. -on -one. We're having Page and Sasha. Next week, the 18th, you do it. The 21st. None of these things mattered about who wins or loses any of these things. I don't care. No. Mm -mm. But I would imagine Paige and Sasha win the tag match. Sasha turns on Paige. I would think Sasha would win the one-on-one, -on -one, but you probably would give it to Paige. Probably. You have to. Yeah. The 21st, mm -hmm. you have Sasha and Kari Sane. Mm -hmm. I think I would have Sasha win mm -hmm. that Japanese title. Mm-hmm. But here's the curveball. Okay. This whole time, Sasha and, and Triple H, they've been working everybody like the carnies that those people are, right? Okay. Tony, I promise. Good faith. Tony, I promise. I'll be back. <laughs> January 28th, Royal Rumble. Boom. Sasha Banks comes out. Turns out she's under WWE contract. She signed on the dotted line. She's not going back to AEW. She's got nope. the NJPW title. 
she's going to go back and forth like Carl Anderson's doing now. Carl yeah. Anderson is showing. He just went and defended the title, the Neverweight Championship. They said, oh, he's got to go back and drop it because he's yep. in WWE. He yep. did not. He won. Nope. And he's got a, a match on the fucking card at Wrestle Kingdom. And he's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. See, let Sasha have a Where's small run with NJPW. And of all people, he's wrestling Tama fucking Tonga. Okay. Oh, that's cool. That, yeah. That's going to be good. Loving that. So, so then Sasha shows up Royal Rumble. She's the NJPW champion, stardom champion. I think it's what it actually No, the IWGP. Yeah. It's the IWGP champion. She shows up. She does that. She makes like two or three appearances in Japan before she finally drops the title. But she's WWE for life, baby. And she got to do her whole thing with Paige because they could because they can't yeah. do it in WWE. Nope. She got to do her thing in Japan with Kari Sane. Because also, if I'm Triple H and I'm Sasha, I only want to work safe people. But you know, don't you also want to bring that belt into WrestleMania? Sure. Yeah. Bring that WGP. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you know what? LA, it's Hollywood. Can you imagine? And she's Hollywood. Do you imagine that she takes that WGP title to Mania and mm-hmm. loses it at Mania to Kari Sane, who goes back mm-hmm. to Japan with it? And they That's have a crossover for that for one mm-hmm. night? Mm-hmm. Sick, dude. Totally sick. Yep. There you sick. go. That's very sick. And you're not going yet. The forbidden door. That is a forbidden door. Yeah. Yeah, it's very forbidden. Um. Yeah, no, WrestleMania is expensive. I can't go to that. Well, I, I, well, I know. Trust me, this AEW excursion is going to be very expensive. I know. I don't have a ticket for a Rampage yet. I Or Revolution. Excuse me. Tomorrow, yeah. tickets go on sale for Sacramento. Yeah. Again, Ticketmaster, I hate you because you single shame. Yeah, they're dicks. Yep, can't, can't, I'm even going to try because I'm going to get already, I'm going to get my heart broken. Yeah. Uh, there's one other thing that happened in the news and I think we're just going to talk NXT and then we'll get into everything else. Um, mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff happened on NXT. There was some cool stuff. Um, there like the, uh, 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 the debut of Lyra Valkyria, Valkyria, Valkyria. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still having a hard time. She says it and it makes sense. I try to say it. And I fuck it up. She made I her, think, her, huh? I think of Taya. Yeah, but it's not said the same way that Taya says it because Taya said know, uh, know, Taya know, Valkyrie. She's not saying Valkyrie. She's saying I know, Val- I know. Valkyrie. 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 Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Valkyria. Lyra Valkyria. I know that sounds just so weird. I did. Yeah. It's badass. She's Irish. I know she's badass, but you know. Uh, did you but, see the the promo package or the match with her? I did not see the match. Okay. They had a promo package before the match where she was speaking in both Gaelic and English. And my big takeaway is when she's speaking English, she has a very light accent. Like it's you can hear the subtlety of the Irish accent in there, but you can't quite place this. It's so but subtle. She's supposed to be a fucking leprechaun. What the fuck, dude? Why are you stereotyping the, the Irish? What are you talking about? Because well, like, she speaks can... another language? Well, no, because you're saying that yeah, there's a slight bit of accent. Like, are you right? Because a lot of because oh, every other Irish uh, wrestler we've seen has a very thick Irish accent. And you go, oh shit, that person's from Ireland. You just know right away. Yeah. This one, I had to wait till commentary told me because I was all like, wow, she's just going in between these two accents so smoothly. It was crazy. And I was really impressed. And I thought she's going to have no trouble at all because I know that Becky had a little bit of a trouble. I know Finn Balor's had a little bit of trouble where um, their accents are so thick that sometimes people didn't know what they were saying or they would, you know, but With Finn Balor, he doesn't need to speak. 
He doesn't need to. And they still both made it. They're still fine. I'm not saying that it's oh, yeah. not no, 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 do- no, no. undoable. I'm just, I'm just it's just like, are you fighting uphill or not? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it is something it's you got to work on or not? All 37 of them or however many he has. That, yeah. that speaks for him. His yeah. needs speak. Yeah, it's plenty. But <laughs> I was really impressed with uh, with her speech in general. I was like, yeah. she's going to have no problem at all. She's going to be great. This is going to be awesome. Let's fucking go. Uh, and she had a really good match against, um, against Amari Miller. So that was a big highlight for me on that one. Uh, there was a bunch of uh, general stuff. Odyssey Jones had a match with Von Wagner, so it was really cool to see Odyssey Jones back finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toxic Attraction, Gigi and JC beat Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley mm-hmm. in a pretty solid match. Um, and Wesley had a pretty cool match with uh, uh, Lorenzo Stacks. Yeah. Uh, but those were the big highlights for me uh, as far as general stuff. There was some video package with Wendy Chu. I loved there, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Because I thought it was a little weird them trying to exp- give Wendy a backstory. Why is she in pajamas? Well, because she didn't have clothes at a slumber party when she was a kid. Why does she throw slushies at people? Because someone threw a slushie at her. Like it was really kind of stretching the need for the I don't need a backstory so much. I, when she says I just want to be comfortable, that's enough backstory for me on yeah. why you wear pajamas. Yeah, it, it, like, that's well, clearly I fine. I really don't think the pajamas thing really kind of has to do absolutely with... it does. I don't think so. She said she didn't have clothes. She goes, it was fine. I had my pajamas. So great. Now you're trying to give me a deep rooted reason on why you wear pajamas. I don't need it. You're comfy. Just, that's good trying- enough. They're trying to make her a little bit more instead of being jokey. Okay. They're trying. Yeah, that's true. They were definitely trying trying. to give her a more serious edge. But my thing is this, is that. I felt like they went too far on some of it, but I was okay with the idea that we're getting Wendy and Cora. But again, which I'm, I'm excited about because that's going to be great. But you also got to think this. Okay. Now with Kylie Ray or Bran or whatever the hell her name is now. And when you have people like Wendy too, these like, feel good like positive things taking the old bailey role model thing you know Mm -hmm. you kind of i think it's you know and also with wednesday being so popular the show i finally saw almost all that i have one more episode to go but you know outcasts and you know and things like that i think that that's a huge thing so they're kind of riding on that so i can appreciate that that's how i see it but you know who am i but a fan who also likes slushies. And I swear to God, if someone threw a slushie in my face, you won't die. Because it's a waste of slush. I just didn't think that... I, I think that they're trying too hard to make it give it a deeper meaning when I don't think she needs that deep of a meaning. I think she's easier to accept and get into without trying to be all like, there's a deep, dark reason on why I drink slushies and throw them. I'm like, I don't fucking... I didn't need to know that. Do you want to know my past from when I was in middle school and why I wear pajamas while wrestling? What? Fuck no. alone. Leave no, you alone, you big bully. She delivered it well, she but it was sure a little too. Did. It was overwrought, is how I would explain it. If you give me like, like Andor, everyone is talking about Andor and how it was amazing. By the time you get to the end, I'll never watch the show because the first three episodes was one intro. Yeah, it was boring as shit. Yeah, three hours for an overwrought intro that could have been done in 20 minutes. So Did... much horse shit that I was like, I don't care where it's going. You spent three Wait. hours to tell me one 10 minute story. 
here's my question. So did Favreau do those? Did Andor? Oh, fuck did it. Well, because Favreau did did the Mandalorian. And it Whatever. was great Maybe. because I didn't have to feel like I had to watch know all of Star Wars and be yeah. like a you know Mandalorian was great. Yeah, it was great. Even Boba Fett. The Boba Fett thing was great. Because it told a story in each episode mm -hmm. that also was part of a larger story. It was all these exactly. little story arcs that mm -hmm. got you through to a larger story arc. Exactly. All right. But if you spend three hours telling me a 10-minute story, I'm out. So I just I think, think they overwrote it. They overwrote too much of Wendy. Ch they really sat down and said, let's focus on Wendy Chu and what makes her the way she is. And I'm like, no. We have every bit of information we need about her. Just put her out there. Let her talk to people. She's got enough. And they said, we want to do 20 minutes on why she wears pajamas. I'm like, fuck, stop. <laughs> I've already alone. bought in. Leave her pajamas alone and her slushy and leave it alone. Okay. I'd rather see 20 minutes of Wendy Chu talking about like some deep rooted like childhood issues that she has. than like see Robert Stone for five minutes on my TV. Let's go there, okay? Mm. Yeah. Nightmare. Right. That's true. All right. All right. Because but but anyways. The other big news and what we're all gonna be talking oh, wait. about. But what? wait, going back to Wrestle Kingdom, rewind. For those what? who don't know, um, as of this Wrestle Kingdom, uh Suzuki Goon will be no more. No, we're gonna get to that after we were talking NXT. Oh. We just were running down oh, NXT. Shite. Because okay. we're still in the news. Okay. The other big news in the NXT, because you didn't get to watch everything of NXT, so we didn't we're not gonna try and dig uh rip apart the whole thing. Yeah, um, sorry, guys. I do like New Day as the tag champions. I think that's cool. I don't uh, understand that. Why? I have a feeling I have a feeling pretty deadly's probably going to the main roster soon. God, why? Is, They're awful. I yeah, I don't no, enjoy their well. act, but I see a lot of people do. Um, who? who? The same people who like Street Profits, I think. Okay. So there's a place for it. Uh, but I think that they're going to be used to facilitate the next big tag team there because I also feel like their tag team division was kind of in a standstill of mm -hmm. teams building, teams that matter, and teams that have been squashed already. Like This will freshen it up a little bit, so we'll see where okay. they go with it. Uh, but the big thing, the big win, the big curve – was Roxanne Perez defeating Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Championship? Uh, Roxanne kicked out of the 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 what was it the last kiss or kiss of death? I forget what she calls it. Um, she was a uh, uh, she's the only one I think to kick out of that move at all. And then Roxanne was able to get Pop Rocks on Mandy Rose, and uh, she won. She won the title, and it was a big deal. I made you watch the end. Because right after this, we were even talking about it. This seemed kind of like a little quick. It seemed a little curveballish. It seemed a little bit like it seemed a little too soon mm -hmm. to have Mandy off TV until Rumble. If you were going to go that route, it also mm -hmm. seemed a little bit quick. If you only had two weeks to go till you got to New Year's Evil, mm -hmm. so I was kind of like, why? I don't know. Maybe we just see Toxic Attraction on the main roster in like a week or two. Maybe they just dump them and go but the news that came out and we talked about it yesterday some because it just come out right before we went live is mandy rose was released from the wwe um the reports being that it has to do with her personal fan site where she was putting out explicit materials and photographs and videos 
to paid subscribers and that it was uh, too risque, as they say. Uh, the only thing about, I mean, there's a lot there, right? The one thing I'm not seeing anybody talk about was the one thing that I noticed right away mm-hmm. was her dot com for that personal fan site was Mandy Rose Sachs.com. So she was using their IP to promote it. There was also a post on Reddit someone had back in August where she was in a personal message with someone saying, Hey, I'm going to deactivate the page for a couple of days. Um, someone leaked, you know, you guys are leaking some of these photos and WWE's taking notice and they're not happy about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to shut it down for a couple of days and then I'll be back. She goes, plus I have a match coming up and I always trend after the matches. Um, so she was like, oh, but I'll be back. And she was, and she came back. So obviously it seems like WWE knew about it for months and was telling her to stop it for months. Sounds like she did not stop mm-hmm. it for months without any kind of like, I just don't trust all the sources we get all the time. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of this has to do with her using their IP, mm. you know, mm-hmm. like, Hey, we have to set this precedent. You're not only doing this thing we've asked you to stop doing, but you're using our IP to do it. Mm-hmm. You've used Mandy, you own MandyRose.com. You know what I mean? Like what mm-hmm. the fuck? Mm-hmm. I could see that being a bigger issue than the content in which she put out. Cause I mean, it was a bunch mm-hmm. of model stuff and there was, you know, nipple and stuff and there was pictures with her and her guy and it was pretty pretty risky and explicit but it just seems like she had known so it also makes me believe that she knew that this day was coming probably that it's a financial decision that she's made as well which would explain why it's rushed uh and i don't think that she personally should have been fired i think that a suspension or a conversation or something Mm -hmm. could be done but at the same time if they've been talking to her since august maybe all those things have come up before i don't know i don't know we're not privy to that stuff but i'm not trying to say that she deserved to be fired at all i am saying i wouldn't be surprised if it turned out it had less to do with a nipple being shown and more to do with mandyrosesax.com is how you're making all this money that we're not cut in on Mm-hmm. you know but i don't know you uh you weren't here to, say to talk about it um i'm wearing my toxic hat in solidarity it's black and white so it matches my ref shirt um yeah i'm 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 also confused and think it's crazy because of the current i mean i guess i guess it just also goes to prove that just aew is not a threat to wwe in any way because Mandy Rose is a top five women's wrestler in the entire world, no matter how you cut it. If you tell someone to make a dream roster right now in this moment and you get five women and 10 men to start your your company, Uh Mandy Rose's name will come up in that conversation. Whether or not everyone picks her or she's their first draft or their fifth or she just doesn't quite make the cut. When you're being told you got to pick five women to make a roster. Her name is coming up in that conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy to just let her go. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they didn't. Well, <clears throat> I, can't imagine they, I can't imagine that anybody is super pleased with that outcome. No. Right? No. But I also think that if she were to go to AEW, mm-hmm. not saying she's going to, but 
for what she did in NXT alone, the last little over a year, imagine what she could do with some of those women over there who are not That's very true. good. You know? I mean, can you, like, I mean, as much as, like, they're really trying to force Ty, uh, Dame Mello and freaking um, Anna Jay as these, like, you know, bad, you know, like, heel type of women. No. It's like, first of all, you guys don't know how to work. Second of all, no. You know? Yeah. And it's almost like a different, like, cause she, I think personally, she could give Britt Baker a run for her money. For sure, dude. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. Actually, if I mean, if you even had to ask me to pick one or the other, I, I wouldn't even hesitate. Mandy. To say Mandy yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. If you go, hey, you can have Mandy or Britt Baker as your first pick. I go, okay, Mandy. Mm-hmm. Like, Did you want Britt or I was like the other one? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Real quick, just in time, coming through the chat says, cheers, my friends. And it has basically come out that she knew she could get in trouble for it, but kept doing it. Grimper says, JC and Gigi, main roster bound. Keep the toxic attraction name uh, as a question that we'll get to in just a second. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was the other thing, too, is that, you know, yeah. Mandy apparently had been talked to. and Well, you know what? Didn't. Um... She's an adult. Yeah, and didn't Zelina Vega have a bunch of like issues when she had her OnlyFans and all of that stuff? Uh, Zelina Vega, I think, did it for Twitch, but yeah. Oh, no, you're right. She did have an OnlyFans. Yeah, That's she had right. OnlyFans. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, wasn't as good as Mandy's apparently, but. Well, um, <laughs> I mean, her old man didn't want her to do that, but but no. Um, <laughs> but mm-hmm. what I don't. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Let's have a drink because, you know, hey. Mm-hmm. Um. What I don't understand is, okay, like, you have an issue with, you know, little risque pictures, but do you not have an issue when um, your roster is, like, filming each other having sex, and then it just happens to leak on on the interwebs? Do we not have a problem with this? So that's well, okay, but versus, because it was, okay, granted, I'm pretty sure that you know, you know, Soraya and, you know, and all these people involved did not make money off of it. I mean, who knows? I don't know. But, you know, again, it's that monetization. Sure. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I do think it's, I, I think people will not be happy when I say this, but I do think that a lot of the woke culture is very well trained in gaslighting conversations and removing context. Oh, yeah. I think. I think that by saying, well, they didn't have a problem with Paige's stuff leaking out. Well, they didn't have a problem with this person having allegations. Well, they've been sexualizing Mandy Rose and they're only mad because she's the one monetizing off this version of her being sexualized. I think is gaslighting the conversation of saying because of this, then that where the whole reason I brought up the IP thing is we don't know mm-hmm. why no one said why. Yeah. who was involved in those conversations. We know rumors and we can speculate and that's what we do a lot of. And all I'm speculating is it might break down to something as simple as you used our IP in a way we don't like you using our IP. Mm-hmm. Where with page a, they did remove her from TV when that stuff was leaked for months. She was off TV. <laughs> um, she wasn't monetizing it 
uh, she wasn't putting her name out there. She wasn't using their IP. It was a, it was a, a much, much different situation. Uh, I think that it could easily boil down to, Hey, you, you got to change the, the URL. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hey, you, you can't do, we don't want you to do this when you're the face of the company right now. Like, Hey, let's, you know what I mean? Like, I think the conversation yeah. could be a lot simpler than mm-hmm. this person gets a DUI and stays. Therefore mm-hmm. this is sexist. I'm not saying that they couldn't have been, I like, again, I said, I think that this was not handled correctly, no matter what the case mm-hmm. is. Yeah. But I also don't think that all those things equate to the same conversation necessarily. Sure. We sure. know that she was released and it had to do with her having that website. Mm-hmm. We know the website says Mandy Rose in the website. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's not a huge stretch to say you're monetizing off of our stuff. Well, technically, they're also could say to Sunny, well, you were monetizing off your little vivid video or whoever because it did say WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah, they were not happy about that. But she was also in a different contract at the time. She was in a Legends contract, which is different. Oh, so it's okay. You you can do porn and be it. On a Legends contract, you can do a lot of stuff. It's a way open contract. Wow. You can make appearances. You can do meet and greets. You can use the name. So if she wanted to go to that AVN porn thing, she could totally do that and be this is, you know. Well, they're not going to be thrilled about it, but yeah, she can. <laughs> okay. Absolutely, she can. Well, now she's know. not doing anything because she's in jail. So yeah, now she's just well, in jail. Just <laughs> uh, Justin Time says, "I believe Zelina did the same thing as Scarlet did when she got rehired. She shut it down, which is true." And then he says, uh, "The difference between Paige and Mandy is also the fact that Paige wasn't selling that stuff while Mandy was." Yeah, yes. True. And I do think a key difference here that no one's talking about is IP was used. That's true. She was using their IP. So I'm just saying that no matter the reason, it's a bullshit reason. Yeah. But we have to also understand that there's a every possibility. They're not just saying Mandy's being too sexy online. She can only be sexy on our TV. Therefore, she's fired. Mm-hmm. It's probably not the conversation to happen, you know. Yeah. But I do think that also if you've been having conversations with them for months, probably a lot of things were brought up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not a hasty decision, it sounds mm-hmm. like, you know. Um, but either way, I think it's a bummer. I think it sucks. She's been a highlight every week. She's watching her get to the point where she's at in short order. I mean, it's been a long road, but mm-hmm. short order, you know, it's been amazing. What, yeah. Like, what do they call that when, um, was it like a snowball where it starts off real slow and then just yeah, picks up like speed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of the Mandy Rose, uh, development there. She was a very slow burn. But when she got going, she was a fucking inferno. Okay. Um, so I'm just sorry to see her going. I'm all, all. She is somebody that if she was on AEW, I would tune in to see what she's doing. Oh, absolutely. For sure. I, I, um, I love, I love her. I think I'd rather her in Impact though. Same here. Or even MLW. MLW is trying to get their women's division going. Yeah. If you brought but, in a Mandy. But I really think that Impact. Yeah, she should be a knockout because that's like classically what that's true what, too yeah and can you imagine mandy rose is mickey james final boss because mickey's on the last run mm-hmm. what if on the last run while she's on the last run mandy comes in takes the women's title and now mm-hmm. mickey has to take the women's title because mickey said she's she's going until she loses right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Well, I guess you go both ways, right? You can either have Mandy come in, take the title, and then Mickey has to get to Mandy and can't get through Mandy, and Mandy and Mickey is a retirement match, which is not a bad match. Mm -hmm. Or you have Mickey actually get the title and say, when I lose this title, it's my last match. Have Mandy come in and take the title off Mickey. Mm -hmm. Still the retirement match, but whoever has the title, I don't think matters. Um, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But that would be fucking great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see. Justin Time does say, as someone who isn't a Mandy Rose fan, even I say it sucks. And you're hearing that on episode one. It's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't think anyone saw it and said, this is good. This is good. It makes sense. I think no matter what side you on or what you believe happened or what conversation, you have, I think everyone's going like, what the fuck? <laughs> yep. More so, so. for uh, for Mandy right there. Pouring some for a friend that we yeah. lost. Mandy, I don't think has ever liked any of my drawings I've done of her, so I'm well, her. but I still like her. You need to draw a risque one then. Yes, I'll just have to draw her naked and then she'll sell it on her website. We both win. Or if somebody, what? I can't remember who said this, but there's like, it's not like she showed her butthole. Someone said like, that? Wow. Yeah, on Twitter. I don't remember who it was. And I was like, boy, that's somebody who just doesn't get it. So I think it's also somebody who wasn't on her website. Yeah, probably. Because she's very I don't, close I don't to showing know. her butthole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, but yeah. I, I don't know who it was and who was trying to be funny. Thank That's you. true. Yeah, I did not uh, let's answer Grim Reaper's question though, uh a yes. little bit. Uh I mean, it's a bummer she's gone, obviously. Uh, and that's a little bit of our fantasy booking. I, I think MLW or, or Impact would be a massively good yeah. move. And I think AEW is going to be, a, it would be tough. I think it would be tough for her there. Um, but I think that either way, I think she wins. Obviously, uh, people didn't have a book, but that's another story for yes. another time later. Yep, we'll get to that for sure. Grim we'll says, JC and Gigi, are they main roster bound? And do they keep the mm -hmm. Toxic Attraction name? I think you absolutely keep Toxic Attraction as a name. Yeah. I don't think you bring in a new third. Okay. Weren't they toxic attraction though before Mandy joined up? No, they were a tag team. Okay, but they weren't. No, I, I mean, I guess we could look and see if they. Were. I thought that Mandy gave them the name toxic attraction because she was, remember, she was doing mm -hmm. that thing for weeks where she was like scouting them and it was Gigi and then it was JC and then she like mm -hmm. said, you guys should tag and then they did and they won and she goes, you guys should be with me and then they did and she goes, we're not, we're not like a part of the well, attraction. We are the attraction. I think we drink too much because I can't remember. That's true. We I loved them though. That's all I know is we loved them from the get. Yes. So, I think you keep that. the toxic attraction name and I also think you take them to the main roster. I, yeah. I think that it's a, um, a bummer and i think it's gonna to be tough i think that mandy being the face of that group was fantastic yeah you and can't replace mandy i wouldn't put another person i wouldn't put another person and i think maybe you have gg do the legwork of the talking and have jc talk uh, a little less often um mm -hmm. so i think gg's the stronger talker but i think yeah. jc's coming together came she's coming along she's for coming sure together. she is um but yeah, I think that's how I would do it. And I would get them up now. I would get them up quick. Because what are we doing in NXT at this point? Yeah. I mean, we've been saying it for six months. Get Toxic Attraction on the main roster. Yeah. So, yeah call them up. Yeah. Put me in, coach. Especially SmackDown, where they have all these women tag teams for no fucking reason. Throw them mm -hmm. out there, too. Add them to the mix. And it's also, speaking of, like, putting people up to the main roster, it's about time they fucking start 
shoving Cameron Grimes up there. Yeah, Cameron Grimes got to go somewhere. We haven't seen him in weeks. I know. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, you know? we haven't seen him since since the the club helped him win that match. Yeah, that's it. We just haven't seen him since. No, so he's like, all right. I guess I did this. I'm done. Like, what? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, you know what? And Justin, I'm gonna blame you. It's all that chest hair and the everything. You, you start stripping that off, and then people vanish. Look what happened. Yep. Yep. Nope, not just again. Be greasing them up like that. Yeah. Just yeah. Just grow the hair back, dude. Yeah. Grow the hair back. But on the flip side, Roxanne as the champion, I think is such a great move. <laughs> I don't think it's too soon, but I do think it's unnecessary. I think Roxanne, you could have put on the main roster anyways. Yeah. But at the same time. You look at Baszler, Asuka, mm-hmm. I mean, Mandy for the past six, mm-hmm. seven months. Uh, there's a lot of people who end up with the NXT championship that you go, they don't need this championship. They're ready. Just take them to the, take them to the mm-hmm. big show. And then they do good things like Mandy. She won the title and you go, well, it kind of makes sense in the moment. And three months later, you're all like, yep, she absolutely should be a champ. And who the hell could ever take it off of her? Mm-hmm. I don't think Roxanne has enough to work on to need to leave her down there other than you have the time because she's so young. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? She's 21. Mm-hmm. Like, she's so young that you can be like, yeah, if we burn a year of her career, she's still 22. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, so, But you don't want that because, you know, you got to look at who's there right now. Look how, how strong they've got, you know, Cora Jade, of course, that's going to be a great, mm-hmm. you know, that rivalry. But you've got also a lot of other women, you know, Zoe Stark, mm-hmm. you know, Nikita Lyons. You've got a lot of great women down there. Yeah, but those so, women need work. So I wonder if part of this is work. like you put Roxanne in on top and have mm-hmm. her constantly work with these women and get them a little bit better, a little bit better. So by the time she leaves in a year, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, look at Asuka. Was it when um when Vince told Triple H he was taking the four horsewomen of NXT? Mm-hmm. He said, "Leave me, Oscar. You can take them all, but you you've got to leave me, Oscar, to temp mm-hmm. pull the division around for a year." So we know that that was the thought process that Triple H had while down there. And if you look at most of the NXT Women's Champions, they were very dominant champions for about a year. And I think what it is, is he always was trying to find somebody who was strong enough, good enough to build the entire division around and mm-hmm. they could help train the next one. And by the time you got them on the main roster, they were so good to go that it didn't, you know, it's, it's not a big deal. And you can be calling up people around them. I just need somebody to focus on. So the stories make sense, you know, But <clears throat> do you think that they really did that with Mandy? Because when I look mm-hmm. at it and I think that, Yes, there were some people that she, there were some great matches and people that she elevated, but I think she really elevated um, Toxic Attraction, mm-hmm. Eugene and JC, a little bit more than so individual women. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But there was also a lot of work that Mandy needed to do mm-hmm. on herself and her tag team. So I think that elevating them was definitely part of the that's part of the mission statement on that one you know mm-hmm. we have to get you to a place where it makes sense while you're here you know and it did and it did and it was pretty and quick. it did mm-hmm. yeah and you ended up with a roster full of women who had matches that you believed that they could take it off of mm-hmm. every single person that ever went against mandy mm-hmm. people went yeah 
Yeah, she's the one. She's the one to take the title off. She's ready to be champion. Mm -hmm. That's also the sign of a really good champion that you've made it seem that every single person who's going up against you deserves that title right now. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about the potential long-term story mm-hmm. with Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Whatever we get with Roxanne. Mm-hmm. She's a badass. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's cool, and I'm excited for for that. But do you want to talk AEW? Sure. I just wish I had more to say about Roxanne because I'm so excited for her, and a lot of her win is being overshadowed by Mandy. Yeah. And it I think sucks. Roxanne, mm-hmm. I think, is it? She's gonna be great. Oh, yeah. I think what's really gonna get Roxanne. The away from the whole Mandy, the Mandy situation, I think is really is going to be about who her first, her, who the first um, challenger is going to be, and how they are, are, will present that. Yeah, yeah, because obviously it's not going to be Cora. Yeah, you got to avoid the Cora story for now. Yeah, but who would it be? Right now, I, I really, honestly, I can't really. Think of anybody. You could get Isla Dawn there in short order you with her that? stuff with Alba and mm-hmm. her being pretty wicked and evil. You could probably get Isla Dawn there as her first. Mm-hmm. That'd be and good then one. I don't, she wouldn't win because she's early and people go, oh, why is she in this? But I think it'd make Isla look good and, and mm-hmm. like, a, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I do All think right. Cool, though. I will mm-hmm. say this. I kind of want it. It almost seems like now that Roxanne's in that, that, position i kind of am like damn it i wanted an alba fire run i really kind of did yes mm-hmm. yes i thought alba fire would have been the one yeah that's yeah you were saying that episode one yeah i just yeah i don't and i don't know what they're doing with alba fire enough to know like yeah does she really need more time down there or no i feel like that her character they're still kind of like fleshing out this mm-hmm. alba fire version of hers mm-hmm but I feel like she could do that on the main roster too. I feel yeah. like, yeah, put an end to this this eyelid on stuff and let's let's move on with a few of these, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see, A E Dubs, A E Dubs. Now you did not watch Ring of Honor. No, I... yeah, but we could talk about a few things. So talk about Ring of Honor. Talk about Suzuki because there was mm-hmm. news about Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Oh, where to begin? Should we talk about Suzuki first? Yeah, yeah. What okay. happened with him? Well, um, it was sad news. Um, Minoru Suzuki. Everyone knew his contract with New Japan was up this year, so a lot of people thought that his tour of the states was kind of his last hurrah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't know because Murder Grandpa is one of these ones where a lot of people are saying he's signing with Noah. I don't know about that, but his Mm. contract is up officially ended this year and as of Wrestle Kingdom that's the the end of uh, Suzuki Goon. So he is doing one more match not affiliated with Suzuki Goon at all. It's actually he's going to be wrestling with Tiger Mask and Fujinami Mm. against uh, some of the old school guys. 
Nagata, Kojima, and um, Makabe. Mm-hmm. And this is a memorial for Antonio Inoki, who, mm-hmm. you know, you know who Antonio Inoki is. He's basically a New Japan dude, you know, yeah. he, who the company is after. So it's very sad because, you know, um, there were a lot of really, with Suzuki Goon, um, there were a lot of really great um, things that came out of them. Uh, one of my favorite tag teams that were in Japan ever, um, Killer Elite Squad. Mm-hmm. That was really kind of cool to see that. Um, that was awesome. Uh, obviously, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Having Takamichinoku around there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I hate Tai Chi and those stupid ripoff pants, yeah. Okay. You know, he's kind of awesome. Then, of course, the man I like to call Japanese Bill Murray. The guy that always has the Centauri whiskey bottle with him. That's why I call him Japanese Bill Murray. Very good. Um, <clears throat> um, and then, of course, uh, um, Desperado. So, Despy. So, it's kind of a, you know, band of hooligans. What's going to happen? Are they all going to disband? Um, or... Are we going to have another Brit lead the pe- another faction? Personally, I'd love to see the other Brit, Zack Sabre Jr., run the faction. But you know mm-hmm. what? That could be cool. That would be very awesome because he can also basically make stupid people cry. Anyways. Yeah. So um, shout out to a great career with New Japan. Hopefully we haven't seen the last of Murder Grandpa. Yeah. So I still want a photo with him without a mask on. Mm-hmm. But um, here's to uh, Suzuki Goon. Oh. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why I made a point to see him when he was uh, in LA. Mm-hmm. Was I didn't know I thought it was his last kind of ride, and then at one point I want to say like that October he posted a picture of himself going on a plane and said goodbye America, and it really mm-hmm. felt like that was it. He wasn't gonna come yeah. back. Then he came back like a couple months later, and I was like, oh, he's doing some shit again. Was, he's like, on. he was saying goodbye for now. <laughs> he's like. Yeah, so I, everything he every, at this point with how much he's done in his career and all the matches he's had on the levels that he's had him and how long he's been doing it, I feel like every time he does anything, people go, "That's the end." Yeah, he's done, and I just don't yeah, know anymore. Killed. I don't know when he's done. It's fucking murder, grandpa. We call him murder, grandpa for a reason. Yeah, you know, it it, it happens. It's like yes, which uh, I like to myself. I like to lay claim to this is I remember okay long when I a, a long while ago at least at least four or five years ago maybe I started calling him that because mm-hmm. you know and it, it's funny how sometimes things catch on on, on the internet mm-hmm. I'm just saying I'm just saying well but anyways, but no, no, no. Wrestle Kingdom is going to be very interesting. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, because as we talk about um, when we're talking now about uh, um, the uh, death before, not death, final battle, sorry. Got my mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we know that the FTR lost, lost the ROH title. Yep, FTR lost their title. They put mm-hmm. it back on uh, on the Briscoes. The Briscoes. Yeah. Jericho lost the title to Castagnoli. Mercedes lost the title to Athena. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I think uh, even uh, 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 Daniel, Daniel Garcia, Garcia lose it to Yuta. 
Mm-hmm. Sure did. Sure did. All oh, and even Dalton Castle lost their titles too, right? To the Gates yeah. of Agony. Ryan so Casey. everyone lost their titles but Samoa Joe, correct? He only lost one. Wait, Samoa no. Joe lost the title? No, he did not. Wait, who did Samoa yeah. Joe wrestle? Juice Robinson. No, he didn't lose anything. He sh- yeah. So I'm Samoa like- Joe's the only one who retained. But yeah. if you remember when they did the last one where everyone mm-hmm. won the titles and they were all AEW talent. Remember I said, oh, they're putting all the titles on AEW talent so they can put on AEW. And then once mm-hmm. they have some sort of TV deal or something with Ring of Honor, they're going to finally lose all the titles to everyone in Ring of Honor they so they can have, have talent. For them. And that's exactly what they just did. Yep. You were right. You called that on Tony. Because Tony's so easy to fucking. He does everything. It's obvious. Okay. First of but, all, I'd like to say this. All right. I know he was injured. So that's why he wasn't there. But goddamn Tony Khan. You fucking, you, you fucking obviously signed Colt Cabana to Ring of Honor, okay? You let him face Jericho, okay? I guess so. I'm supposed to, as a fan, I'm supposed to be okay with that. No, why didn't you fly him out so he could do commentary or something? I didn't watch it, so. Well, I'm uh, just, saying, I'm, 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 I'm just throwing this in the universe, but I will say this. Um, a lot of people are talking about FTR. They're like, oh, they're going to drop the the um, IGP, uh, IWGP title. I don't think so because of who they're wrestling. I'm sorry. I wouldn't give an, I would not give that to fucking Yoshihashi and Goto. Boring. No, mm. no. If you're going to give it to somebody, you're going to give it to someone with, you know, who's got at least a somewhat decent faction. God damn it. I'm not saying, you know, keep dangerous techers together, but you know what? God damn it. Yeah, it's not going down that way. It's going to be something else. So just wanted to throw that out in the universe. So so they also announced that the Ring of Honor TV deal is actually not a TV deal. They're just going to go back to streaming on their website for $10 a month. Mm-hmm. No pay-per-view stuff. They said 90 days... Uh, after yeah. the pay-per-view, it'll show up on there. So they're still going to do pay-per-views. You yeah, have to buy them. The allure with the original Honor Club mm-hmm. was you either paid $9.99 a month and you got no pay-per-views, even if it were 90 days, whatever. None. If you paid $149 for the year flat, you got all the pay-per-views. Now, here's the thing. How many pay-per-views are you going to be doing, Tony? Probably four. Four or five, like he does with AEW. Well, <clears throat> my thing is, as a Ring of Honor person, I say that obviously Final Battle is always in, you know, always won. That that's before Dishonor, Global Wars, um, the anniversary, and well, um, I'll even go there to maybe say, oh yeah, Super Card of Honor. That's the only thing I want to go to in LA because I know that if I go to Super Card of Honor, I the likelihood of me seeing Cole Cabana is high. But then also, because this is a Tony Khan bullshit thing, the likelihood of me sitting where I want to sit is very low. Uh-huh. So, yeah. you know, but hey, but I do know this and I will say this. There are people who obviously... You know, obviously, you got to know somebody. And it was solidified to me watching um, Final Battle. If you know people, 
Mm-hmm. And I think this is bullshit. Tony Khan, you better fucking know know this face and know know my name. And you better put some fucking respect on my name. And let me fucking sit in the goddamn front row. No, I'm just saying. Anyways, TED Talk, done. But I want to say that would I pay the $9.99? Yeah, because I want to watch old, uh, old Ring of Honor stuff. Yeah, know? I think that's what he's banking on is people watching the old stuff. So for 10 bucks a month, you can get all the stuff. And then 90 days after the fact, you can get the pay-per-views. And then I think the pay-per-view is probably going to be like 40, 50 bucks a month. So you don't get about $300 a year out of uh, Ring of Honor fans. Yeah, but if I'm not getting out of Ring of Honor what I want out of Ring of Honor and what I should have out of Ring of Honor, no. Now, interesting, also, Ring of Honor <clears throat> is doing a deal with AAA. I thought it was very interesting. I saw. Mm-hmm. So, in my mind of minds, guess there were two people who were signed recently to work AAA. No idea. Cain Velasquez. I know that. Well, no, I don't think we'll be seeing Cain Velasquez on Ring of Honor. But, you know who we might see? Flip Gordon. And Hmm. Yes, we're going there with Marty. Yes, I believe we're going to see Marty. And you people, you need to fucking um, better fucking put those big girl panties on and fucking deal with it, people. It's going to happen. Deal with it. That's my prediction. I'd also like to see Sam on there, too. I know you don't like Sam, his character. But (laughs) but that would be a great addition. You know, we are getting a little bit more lucha libre so i don't know does this mean that we might see more of like obviously roosh and all them but are we going to see more of like you know um penta and and phoenix lucha brothers and you know that are we going to see more of that over there who knows but it'll be very interesting to see um and if you're not giving me more colt cabana because then tony khan your shit is bullshit we all know. We all know what you did. Just, just confess to it. It's fine. But anyways, <clears throat> so it'll be very interesting to see. Will I pay my nine ninety nine? Um, I would be willing to trade with somebody, but I don't know if I'd pay for it. And I really hope that that hashtag honor girl sh- honor girl shit does not come back. Please, no. We don't care about one small little section of fans it should be about everybody mm-hmm. and i will die on that hill uh well i also saw somewhere that this was like their uh worst buy rate for uh ring of honor pay-per-view so i think everyone saw what was kind of happening anyways and they were already, yeah. they were already kind of like out on it uh yeah. i do think it's pretty cool for athena i think this could be good mm-hmm. for her it was about time she got a title granted yeah. Granted, really, she should have been the one to beat Jade Cargill, but you know, whatever. Yes, yeah, that's just one. But she clearly wasn't getting. They weren't utilizing her in any way that that Mm-mm. showed what he was saying, what Tony was saying when they brought in Athena. That like he wanted to do a lot of big stuff with her, and they weren't utilizing her in that way at all. And she was poorly yeah. utilized on AEW TV. So this might be just a good place for her to kind of sit and get better and be the top of a division for a little bit you know 
but yeah, it does feel like uh, it reminds me of when Ring of Honor was on Fight TV. Mm-hmm. And it was just like this void uh, that no one was really paying attention to. But, you know, except for the hardcore fans who were already there. Like, I remember having Fight TV on my phone yeah. and I followed Ring of Honor and I downloaded a bunch of episodes and I watched three or four episodes, like not even in their entirety. And I was like, I don't know. I would forget it was on. I would forget when to go back to it. Well, like, I just think that it being in its own little bubble there is mm-hmm. just going to keep it in its little bubble there. Well, also, when are you? They're going to film these things. So, does this now mean that Rampage and Dynamite are going to be like seven-hour tapings? Yeah, I mean, I was wondering too when you when he's supposed to film it. Uh, I I would imagine, I would think. I don't think they said it, but I would if I'm if I'm thinking like Tony Khan does, just film it in that uh state studio that you've been filming all the dark shows in. And then it's just its own little it's bubble you do fair. whenever. That's not fair. You know, that means Florida gets more shit in Orlando. That's not fair. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. I, I know he doesn't give a fuck, but I give a fuck. You know? Not fair. Mm-mm. He just wants the adulation for saving a dead brand. He doesn't want to make it better. No. You want to know how a brand would have been saved? Right? I'll tell you. That brand wouldn't have died had they not made Matt Taven the champion. Okay, I'm going there again. Yeah, that brand would not have died. That brand would have been fine. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then especially because they got a new booker out of it, too. But yeah. I digress. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I didn't really care for the... I saw a few things. I was happy for Athena. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about any of the rest. I feel like eventually I'll watch the Briscoes and FTR, oh, but I feel not. like Say what? It was okay. Yeah. But if there is a match to watch, I say watch Shane Taylor um, promotions versus Swerve in our glory. Oh, that's interesting. I like that. I wouldn't now, have... Yeah, you no one would have thought that. But the only reason why I say that is because first of all, I want to say one, it's about damn time that Tony actually used Shane Taylor. And his guys, Jane Taylor, and um, I actually will agree with with uh, the commentary on this one. They're like, yeah, he was one of the ones who really elevated that TV championship when he was the TV champion. Um, and they had some other people they mentioned. They mentioned Jeff Cobb, who was one. Of course, we didn't mention, you know, but, you know, we're, we're not going there. We're not going to go there. I know why you can't. But you know what? Give credit to where credit is due. Because there are a lot of really good champions. Um, but this was great to see, not only because of that old, the old tag team, the Pretty Boy Killers, um, which was Keith Lee and Shane Taylor, but just to see um, just to see all of them all work together. It was it was amazing. And this was for those people, when's that whole thing with Swerve going to, when is it going to collide? It collided and it was, it was, uh, it was, this payoff was better than I thought it was going to be with that. So I really enjoyed that match. I personally thought it was match of the night, but a lot of people are like, you're crazy. I'm like, no, I, I thought it was because it, it was very, very amazing to see. 
and especially because you've got two really big dudes. And Shane Taylor used to be pretty damn big. But Keith Lee made him look small. And I was like, holy shit. Either Keith Lee got really, really big, or I don't know. But it was very, it was fascinating to see. Then especially the two of them punching each other. It was like, oh my god. It took a lot for them to knock each other down. And it was pretty badass if you like that kind of shit. Yeah. that's my recommendation i heard joe looked really good joe did joe you know i was worried about joe for a while because he was looking really winded and just looked awful but joe's coming back in form so that was very exciting to see and also i like juice robinson not gonna lie i love juice yeah that's an underrated person I've liked him too but i also heard that he was underwhelming in this one but he was, but well, joe was really good I think it's more of with juice. You got to realize the guy was in Japan, the guy going back and forth right now. I mean, he was in Japan, came back, you know, and he's been doing a lot of back and forth. So, yeah. But it was, I like him, but he, that he wasn't the juice, but it was more of really look how fucking great Joe's looking. That's good. Yeah, that was my big take on that one. Uh, did you have stuff from AEW that you want to talk about? Uh, yeah. Hello. Hola. Yeah. I, I skipped to the beginning. And I mean, I let it play while I was doing other stuff. So I saw that the Death Triangle and the Elite were doing their thing. You know. Nick I'm pretended to have an injury. Pretended he was tough to come back. And then pretended yeah. to limp back. And yeah. I'm bored. He's just so it. phony. Yeah. And you want to know what also pisses me off about it? Okay. All right. They're using this hammer. They've used that fucking hammer in almost every fucking one of these matches, okay? And they already... Okay, so we all know that they've never had a no-DQ match to save their ass. Mm -hmm. You know, everything is a no-DQ. Why do you yeah. have to make the next one or whatever one is a no-DQ? I thought that was so stupid because, like, to go, this next one's a no-DQ. Well, the last, the last three were no-DQ. Yeah. Because if they were, if you could be disqualified, you would have been disqualified mm -hmm. for a bunch of shit that happened. Every time they go out, especially after a tag match, and they go, let's do a no DQ one, like, fuck off. Like they mm -hmm. all are no DQ. It just it mm -hmm. undermines what could be a cool stipulation by not abiding by any rules to begin with. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it, I mean, I rolled my eyes literally when they said no no DQ. I, was like, I knew you I had when I watched it. So stupid. When I watched it, the first thing I thought. When they said that, I'm like, Marsh is sitting there like, fuck. Rolling his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the like, only Marsh difference means you're going to use actual weapons instead of just cheating in every other way. Yeah. I'm like, Marsh is having a tirade on this one. Yeah. I'm like, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, I will also disclose that I did not see it when it was live. I was at a trade show. And I went out to dinner. I took my mom out to dinner after it. So, I said... I will watch it live when it happens on the West Coast. Yeah. No spoilers, no nothing. So shout out to everybody not spoiling AEW for me yesterday. That's good. So, but yeah, I knew you were, I'm already done with it. And when they said that the last one is that, and I'm sorry, I don't know what in Spanish, but it's fucking basically a ladder match. It's just a ladder match. Yeah, and you had to I'm say like, it all stupid. I was like, yeah, you got, yeah, okay, you're going to say in Spanish. Why? Because they're in LA. 
you're in LA, that's the last match at the forum, so you're gonna be all fancy like that. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah so once they said that, I'm like, I know. I know where this is gonna go. They're gonna we all knew they were gonna go to all seven the all you know, best of seven. They were gonna go yeah. all the way. And we all I think know who's gonna get the belt. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. If it's not uh, if it's if Death Triangles manages to keep it, I will be shocked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh let's see. MJF's backstage promo. I thought it was okay. I saw a lot of people talking like giving it massive, but I just thought it was okay. I also thought it was funny and ironic, and I can't tell I can what I because I'm told how brilliant he is all the time, mm-hmm. I have a hard time telling if he understands when he's being hypocritical versus actually just being hypocritical. Cause he was he was trying to talk shit on Ricky's promo saying that he took a long time to get there and he talks in roundabout circles and stuff. And that's like vintage MJF. He talks for fucking ever to say one thing mm-hmm. and almost none of it compelling and most of it repetitive that mm-hmm. I can't tell if he's working saying like, Oh, I'll make fun of how he talks in circles. Like I do, but I do, you know what I mean? Or if he's mm-hmm. actually just unaware that, he does the same thing. It's just hard to tell with him. And only because if it wasn't for everyone saying he's a genius all the time, I'd say, Oh, he's being stupid. He doesn't realize that he's this way, but because everyone's like, he's a genius. I was like, I I guess if he's a genius, then maybe he's doing it on purpose, you know, but I can't tell. So probably a good thing. You know, I won't knock him for that. That's a good thing. If I can't tell, you know, if you've worked enough of the audience to make them fight for you, so you don't have to great. Well, since I wasn't there to comment less on episode one about Ricky's promo, and, and this is where I'm both, I will say to you, Mar- Marsh, because I think, didn't you say that you thought that it was scripted? He knew Ricky's what he was going to say. Well, he obviously, he... he knew what he was going to say. He I don't knew... think it was. It wasn't scripted for him. He scripted himself. Yeah, but he knew what he was going to say. And it, yes, yes, it did come on the bag that he did write it down. But yes. honestly, like, I think that. Which is anything, scripted. That's what yeah. scripted means. And I think people I mean, also get that shit confused because I also think that there's nothing wrong with scripting your promos. No, there's nothing wrong you know with having bullet points and out and, you know, whatever. Now, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you rehearsing no, your promos to no. get it right so it sounds right and you're being scripted because no. you're sticking to your script that you mm-hmm. wrote. It's yeah. the problem is when someone who doesn't know your voice tries to write you a script and yeah. tell you to stick outside of your voice. That's a problem. Yeah. yeah, Ricky wrote his own script and it looked obvious to me, but I thought he nailed it because he, he wrote his own it. script and stuck to it. Now, this is where I don't understand why people think that MJF is so great. If he was so great, he wouldn't have looked like deer in the headlights. Yeah. Because that's where I'm like, you just got shot down and bitch slapped yeah. across the world. And if people don't realize, if people who are championing you and saying that how great you are, well, how come you didn't fire back? Yeah. It's because that's not you. You are Jen. You have to go and really think about it. And then deliver it another at another time. You can't do it off the cuff. 
because if you could do it off the cuff, you would have, and it would have been amazing. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. So that's yeah. where I felt his promo was like, that was too 100% late. what I thought. Too, late. too yep. late. You had to sit there and you had to wait a week. Okay. By that time, everyone, mm -hmm. including myself, had watched that promo. Ricky cuts you down like a billion times. And every time I'm just like, that, that, that's the fucking man right there. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, you won over a lot of people. Okay, you, he did. Right? The Pebble won. Mm -hmm. But I'm sitting there like, you know, dude, bro, if it took you a week to get back to him on this, I mean, had he, you know, if he had recorded something and, you know, put it on the interwebs and whatever, maybe I'd give him a little bit more credit, but it took you a fucking week. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So I was kind of like, all right, whatever. Typical. MJF, I know you didn't like him calling you a maxi pad, but I will say this because as I scroll on YouTube, I saw on Cornette's thing that whoever does his art drew MJF at the maxi pad with his face. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it was great. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that was yeah and they even had the little. I think I think his uh, digital guy is um, Travis Heckle. I think it's Travis Heckle is the guy who does his art. Well, whoever did it was great because he the attention to detail down to the little fucking dry weave strip was amazing. So shout out to you, dude. That's Hilarious. Good. I cracked up. Couldn't contain myself. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I agree because I, I think I'd mentioned that too, or at least I was alluding to it, that he didn't come back at him at all. And it made me think that if this were back in the day and you really had two dudes, you could just go at it on the mic. They would have gone back and forth on the mic. Yeah. You know what I mean? That it really came off as, and you're not going to like this part either. It looked like Ricky waiting for his time to say his lines. And then, you know, first off, MGF is going to recite what he has prepared. Ricky was waiting for his moment to recite what he had prepared. And then since no one had anything else prepared, then we're going to do this melee thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that had this been, two people who really could go back and forth on the mic, no problem. You could have had a couple more jabs here and there, not even a ton, not diatribes. Like let's not do diatribes. Let's get people off their game. If you go back and watch the rock and triple H cut promos on each other, mm -hmm. they don't sit there and wait and then say their part. And then after the other part, go, okay, well we're done here. They still dig it in. They dig in a little bit more. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like two dudes who are confident and can do it. will go back and forth. The Rock and Triple H had a lot of issues early on, though, because The Rock stuck to script and Triple H wouldn't, and that would frustrate The Rock, and he would walk out. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, like he would just be like, "Well, I don't have anything else to say. I haven't prepared anything." And that's mm -hmm. kind of what this looked like with MJF to me. Like, hey man, maybe you need to get a little looser on the mic. I don't know. They they're they're getting awfully prepared, but it is working in this particular scenario in this particular mm -hmm. moment. So. Well, I also think with Ricky is that. I don't, which I don't understand, but it almost seems like he's trying to be polite, so to speak. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, dude, there's, you should be showing no mercy. Yeah. Okay. You're not probably not going to get this kind of TV time for a long time. That was time, it. Yep. Right. And you better fucking be cashing in, you know, every fucking five cent word and whatever. 
you know, even if it might be slightly obnoxious, you you got to do it. It's like the whole, you know, it's like Hamilton, you know, the whole my that song, my shot, you know, I'm not throwing away my shot, you know, because yeah. I'm young, scrappy and hungry and blah, blah, blah. You're trying to mm-hmm. be say that that's what you are, but you should take more advantage of it. Every, you know, make it so you're undeniable, right? Yeah. You want people to want more. Would I have liked more? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's now, <laughs> now we look at it, I'm like, uh, there was a lot of opportunity that was missed. And for somebody who is really, really hungry and you want it that bad, you should have gone for the jugular. That's yes. my big comment about it. And yeah. I would have said this on episode one, too. You know, Ricky, the Ricky Starks edition. So, yeah. you know, I mean, that was the biggest problem with it. <sighs> but I will say that MJF, you know, he did what he had to do. Yeah, it's like, hey, too little, too late. Did it excite me more for the mat? No. It just kind of solidified to me that this is not going to go the way I want it to go. Yeah. That's all it did for me. Yep. Yeah. Let's see. What was next? Uh, Jeff Jarrett attacked the acclaimed. I'd be all right if Jarrett and Lethal won the tag titles. Oh, about yeah. a little bit. That'd be a, that'd be a good one. That would really be a good one. Yeah. And um, I would really love to see. This would be great. Throwback, way throwback to um, early vintage Sanjay Dutt. You know, I would have loved to seen him bust out and come and rap fucking rap battle with fucking caster just saying i would love that but yeah you know that'd be great so i i actually this is probably one of the ones um tag matches potential ones against the claim that i'm actually looking forward to jeff jarrett rapping against acclaimed no jeff jarrett you know and jay lethal versus the acclaimed in a rap battle well no in a wrestling match not oh, right. that old. That's good too. God, that would be so white of Jeff Jarrett. Um, no, come on now. Yeah, I'd be right with that. Let's see. There was a bunch of stuff on the show I didn't really care for. Yeah, like, there was a lot. Brian Cage and Jack Perry, fine. Um, what the fuck does Hook have anything to do with anything? Yeah, I don't give a shit about Hook or any of that <laughs> stuff. I know everyone's talking about how they want how the, the team has to happen because they can they can be called Jungle Hook. And then people are already doing like Jungle Book logos and stuff. And it's so stupid because they're going to do it because Tony does anything he thinks is funny and cute. And okay. okay. Yeah. House of Black versus I had some jobbers and a really quick thing that was like fine. Uh, Britt Baker talks too fucking much. And Sky Blue came out and did an okay job. Mm-hmm. But Britt Baker's, gosh, she's just so severely overrated. It's hard to like, it's hard to like really nail down like all the ways that it's all like what are you guys talking about you know uh action andretti versus jericho and that was okay but oh, it didn't mean anything to me but who the fuck is action andretti all i know is okay i never heard of him i thought you I might know who he him. is and all i know is it looked like he was a light-skinned black version of will osprey oh will. yeah kind of and, anno- and he annoyed me right away because i thought that oh my god this is a black version of sorry not being racist. I'm just saying it was a light skinned version. Yeah. Of of Will Ospreay. And I'm like, this is awful. 
And yeah. uh, is it nice to see Jericho lose? Yeah. It would have been nicer to see Jericho lose to goddamn Colt Cabana. But whatever. Yeah. I saw someone else point out how funny it was to them. They said it was like peak Jericho that uh, he clearly attaches himself to anybody who's popular and beats them and says that they got the rub and pretends he's elevating talent and destroy them, but then loses absolutely clean in the middle to a, an absolute no, nobody for some weird thing. Like after the fact is kind of funny. Uh, and yeah, I mean, he has to win all of his things, right? He's no one's ever gotten the better of him in anything. Like he always has enough matches until he is the one on top. So it's just kind of funny. Uh, I didn't care about it. I didn't care about the win or the him yelling backstage. It's cool for that kid. And, you know, he's got a contract now with AEW. So I'm happy for him. You know, always good to have somebody get a uh, get work, you know. Um, but, yeah, no, I was. Uh, it's fine ish. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, the FTR video package against the gun club. FTR yeah. is really good at talking. Mm-hmm. They make it seem mm-hmm. legit. Yeah, they're beyond legit with that. Yeah. But I ask myself, why? Yeah. The yeah, gun club annoys the shit out of me. So why? Yeah, I didn't it didn't make me want to see the match. It just made me appreciate how good FTR is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Same feeling. Uh Soho and Tay Mello was Awful. Not a good match. It was not a good match. No. I was happy that Soho won because I thought maybe this will be the end of it. And then Anna Jay comes out because they can't do anything without overdoing it. And so I was mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck. So, um, but yeah, I was, it was rough to watch that. It's one. Very rough. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think, I think Ruby is so much better than all of that that they need to get her away from talent like this. Mm-hmm. So, so. Fuck, put Ruby in fucking Ring of Honor, man. Fuck, if man, this is what I you're going to do to her. And Athena go. And I'd like to That's see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Make a big rivalry Ruby, between between Mercedes. Ruby and Athena. And mm-hmm. yeah, Mercedes. Have them be running Ring of Honor like crazy and just having mm-hmm. fucking banger matches that everyone's talking about. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. And then Ricky Starks cuts his promo and we get to the main event. So... I do want to say right before this, mm-hmm. before this match, honestly, like same day, this came out and I said, well, that solidifies him. He's done. Uh, he was in, he did an interview that came out that said, uh, the punk thing helped him saying those things about me really helped. Uh, cause you know, punk put him over right away. He goes, uh, what, what, what would have been great. Punk it was over once. Yeah. Once. Yeah. Okay. Ricky Starks. He put you over once. Okay. Phil. Brooks, as we all know, does not care about anybody. But Phil Brooks, that For ugly sure. fucking dog. He's had to put himself like, over. Yeah. Every time CM Punk mentions a younger talent to hear the crowd, it's to put himself over so he can be like, see guys, I know what you want. Like, And if I am not mistaken, when he had mentioned Ricky Starks' name, the crowd really didn't give a fuck. Let's go there. Sure, but the idea is that Punk was talking about him to put Punk over, and Ricky th- thinks that it put him over, and I think yeah. that Punk was putting himself over and using Ricky's name to do that because yeah. Ricky's a young, hot, up-and-comer. Uh, and he says... Uh, well, not, in, not in anybody's eyes. Because, what was he? He was carrying around, walking around with a f- um, 
uh, a title that didn't mean shit to the fans, Amanda. No, but even then, the fans weren't like crazy like they are now. Yes, they were. No, they were not. They've heated up for sure, but everyone, every time he ever came on TV, was Ricky's going to be a star. Not everybody. I saw it nonstop, except Ooh. for Splinter Fox. That dude's crazy. Well, no, but no, no, not everyone said that. Not everyone. Okay. Do you want me to finish reading this fucking quote or not? I've seen the haters, but no, keep going. Okay. I, you know, I hate Phil, but anyways, continue. Uh, he said things that were, uh, he goes, uh, what would have been great would be actually have the match with him. He goes, uh, <laughs> things were kind of leading up to that. I thought uh, that's one of the minor yeah. things that I'm actually annoyed uh, about is that I'll never actually get to have that match. It's not a stroke to my own ego, but it's about iron really sharpening iron. I'm the type of person who would be able to benefit from that in terms of excelling in my talent. At the time where Hobbs turned on me, I think we were already there, crowd reacting favorably, momentum, and it was already a, a rolling, boiling. Uh, uh, things had to have happened in that sense. Otherwise, to go another six or eight months and really just float in limbo would not have been very beneficial to me, I think. And then he says, I thought Punk, Regal, uh, these people that came in were great additions to the locker room. Great additions in terms of what they provided. I know personally I was able to talk to Punk a lot and get help on my promos and things like that. Same with Regal because I've known him for so long. Um, it was kind of a blow to that. It was kind of a blow that both of these guys left. I am hopeful that down the line I do get that matchup. If not, I if not, I get it. That's how business is. But it would be nice. Uh, it would be nice to be able to do to be able to work with somebody of that caliber because I've yet to work because I've yet to work with besides Sting. Uh, I've yet to work with somebody of such a high caliber, and the Sting match was a year or two ago. Um, so yeah, he says all that in a thing, and I go, okay, well now you're back in the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega land. Um, there's no way they're going to try and pull a fast one now. Like he's going to have this match and disappear for a while. I think it's going to be cooled off after this. I thought the match was pretty good. Uh, I wish that MJF didn't get so much offense in because I really felt like this match really didn't give Starks any kind of like out or competitive edge. It was really like, yep, Starks is not this good. MJF is better was how the match kind of was formulated. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of watch it and you go, yeah, there's no reason to revisit this. And so that kind of bummed me out, but that's what I got out of it. Uh, what do you think of the match? What do you think of his comments? What do you think of his promo? I thought his promo was sick. His promo is amazing. And I would like to say this publicly, and you can tell him that I said this. Hell, I'll even fucking go somehow force him to listen to what I'm about to say. As talented as Ricky Starks is with the microphone. Going to Phil Brooks, and I'm not saying this because I don't like Phil Brooks. Going to Phil Brooks, who I think the, the curtain has been pulled back and we see. He's really not as great as, as everyone really thought or thinks he is. You know, and yeah, you had something, you did something that was kind of, I want to say forbidden, but yeah, when you cut that pipe bomb promo, yeah, no one did that. No one's done that because no one had balls. No one was an asshole. Mm -hmm. They knew their role, you know, just because, you know, you're an, a selfish prick and you wanted to do that. 
I don't think that was the right person to go for promo advice to. One. Two, William Regal never said anything about Ricky Starks, to be quite honest. I don't think I remember ever hearing that, but whatever. Punk only, again, like I said, mentioned Ricky Starks once. If you were going to punk all the time, it's probably because everyone thought he was an asshole. And no one wanted to talk to him. But you are too busy speaking about having a nose that's darker than the rest of your body. Mm -hmm. Call a spade a spade. But I really feel that, you know, that really set him back. Because anybody who's going to die on that hill... that's like suicide yeah that's basically like booking um, it's almost like booking joey ryan to do a wrestling match at the in these times pretty bad pretty bad Mm -hmm. um you will never get that match unless you know someone in saudi arabia really likes ricky starks and really likes cm punk and maybe they'll pay for it so other than that you're not going to get that match and I think that those kind of comments, because he talked to a reporter who was from Chicago, or we'll use those in quotes, reporter, it doesn't earn you brownie points. Mm-hmm. No. You just basically stabbed your career. So when people are talking, oh, well, you know, what, you know, what's next? He lost this. Well, guess what? You... Just basically kicked yourself in the ass and put you back in a line where Tony Khan's not going to give a fuck. So what what is there left to do? Nothing. Because what are they doing right now? Will Hobbs is getting this big ass push with these big vignettes about him in Oakland. And what are you doing? Yeah. So when by the time that Will Hobbs gets to his home area. I am pretty sure on that pay-per-view, he's going to be wrestling for a belt and will probably win it there. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it now. Episode one. You can quote me on that. For Ricky, what do you have now? You're going to go back and job again. Oh, you are as a jobber now. It's sad. Even Marsh said me, you know, I like jobbers. Well, I guess I do. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You do like it is true. It is true. Mm-hmm. But I think right now, there's only two things for Ricky Starks to do. You can put him on Ring of Honor, which if he did, I would laugh. But that's a personal story. Um, or he's going to be sitting on the shelf and he's going to get disgruntled. And you know what? Here's the thing. You did you you you're taking you're showing that you're taking sides. So when you're getting desperate and toward the end of whenever your contract ends, which I don't know because we don't know anything about this kind of stuff, the likelihood that Cody Rhodes is going to want to put you under his wing and give you like the good word of Ricky Starks to Triple H, maybe not, because we'll of what you just did and opening your mouth that way. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. You know? I didn't think him like hitching his wagon to CM Punk now was the what, best what? move. Because even if you felt that way at the time, you could just 
not say all that stuff. No. You know what I mean? Because he's because punk is is punk's out for punk, and if he makes it over to WWE, it's because of a deal that punk has for himself and not no you. one's listening to him for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yep. no one's no one's calling CM Punk because they think that he's got good advice or that he's going to help the locker room. Anyone mm-hmm. who's calling CM Punk is because they think there's money still on the table to be made mm-hmm. and that it's worth making the money, right? No one's doing it because they're like, oh, CM Punk's good for the locker room. He's good for the young talent. This will be perfect. They're going to be like, no, let's bring him in as little and as limited as possible and make the most amount of money. Like, And by kissing his ass. You're not you're serving no purpose for yourself. No, because even if CM Punk walks in the door and says, Oh, you should give Ricky a look, they're gonna say, Okay. And they're they're not gonna no, look because you're okay. shit what he thinks. Because like my big thing is it's like Ricky, he, he's uh he's been to the performance center at least three times. Mm-hmm. Maybe four. And if they weren't if they were knocking on your door after Tony Khan was interested. It's probably just because I think, you know, they 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 were gonna look. They were gonna look, but Tony was so at the time hell bent on bringing people in at that time that he didn't know that there would be this plethora. Of people like leaving WWE, yeah, that he could sign, he didn't know that. So unfortunately, yeah. it's timing. Yeah. So timing and having a big mouse, you got you got to sometimes you know you got to be Switzerland. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's got to be. You got to be like Cole Cabana. Just shut. Just be quiet. Don't make waves. If you want to say it in private. You know, but don't don't make waves. Yeah. And it's really sad because it would the story to have MJF be the one who is all this fucking hype and he loses it on his first defense would have been great. And that would have set Ricky up for something. Mm-hmm. Even if even if he were to move on to other pastures, he was the one that shut up the big mouth. You know, but since you couldn't help yourself, you're you're paying for it now. And I honestly will say that I believed, I believed that he was going to get that. I believed it. I think I was the only person who believed it besides Ricky. He was going to get that belt because well, that. Was said this, I knew there was no fucking chance. Well, I was thinking, I, you could do some clever things with it, yeah. but even coming off of this, everyone's going like, yeah, Ricky's really good. If he resigns, he should stay in kind of a top spot. He should be used more. And it's kind of like, that's still not saying like, no one was behind him, dude. Like yeah. a bunch of people were just kind of like, yeah, that was the right move. Yeah, that's the right move. And I was like, fuck, because I, I don't, yeah. I don't know that he hasn't hit at least a cap for now. I think it's going to be another year or two before he's even on the table again. No, nope, I mean? he will not be on the table. So his big thing is either if you want some kind of belt, you're either going to have to be in a trios or a tag team. Because yeah. let's face it. You Bishop's in the chat. Team. He says, uh, sorry, Amanda, but Ricky's never going to reach his potential in AEW. Nope. nope. He's done. I agree. He's done. Mm-hmm. He opened his yeah, mouth. I think, well, I think that he needs to do what it's going to 
take to get to WWE. And I don't think kissing CM Punk's ass is the move either. And also you know. Cody's not going to be, no, Cody's not going to save him from that kind of bullshit. Cody's yeah. probably thinking, what the, why the fuck would you ever do that? If I were Cody, I would say that. Why the fuck would you ever do that? And honestly, like, I almost want to say to him, why the fuck? Seriously, why the fuck would you do that? You know, do you want to have, do you want to wrestle? You know, because well, obviously and CM Punk's not exactly coming out and talking about all the people who did him well. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just Mm-mm. letting everyone bicker and he's walking away like he always he's does. CM Punk doesn't give a fuck. And then he's talking shit about the company and everything. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I mean, if you want advice from people, you probably, you probably should take some advice from, you know, Cody's other friends who founded that company too. And been just, just silence is golden. Hmm. You know, Ricky is, you know, what, what's going to happen? Well, you know what? If he doesn't get the WWE, there's Impact and there's MLW. Because hmm. Japan, he went, he went to DDT. DDT apparently, I guess, has that thing with, with AEW. So guess what? You're probably not going to get anything out of that. Okay, obviously, you know, you're too, you know, you're too cool for school and you probably missed any opportunity that you would have had with New Japan Strong and doing that. You missed any of that. Noah won't touch you with a 10 foot pole because they really haven't been bringing Gaijin in in years. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know. So, again, it's his kind of it's his fault. I know that. I mean shit. He was very complacent when he was on the indies. He didn't understand why people wouldn't book him. And it's like he's like, I'm I'm great. And I'm like, yeah, but you know what? If people don't know who the fuck you are, you gotta give people a reason to book you, okay? Not take, you know, whatever. That's true. I mean, Fuck, you wouldn't like this either, but just look at that uh, Luigi Prima guy, that pizza mm-hmm. guy. He's terrible at wrestling. Like, he's mediocre at best, yeah, but, he but he's got people. Shit than Ricky. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Yeah, that's I where my sentence was headed, is yeah. that he's got people who know who he is, mm-hmm. and he's got people talking about him, and that's what it takes more so than being good. I mean, even talk. look at Danhausen. Danhausen said, um, I actually think he's very good, but he just doesn't wrestle as good as he can because he knows it's not what got him booked. Like he used to just be a regular guy who was wrestling all the time. Like he was kind of a Gargano. He just was out there looking like him and talking like him and just wrestling. Mm -hmm. And he said, no one really cared how good his chain wrestling got or any of that stuff Mm -hmm. until he started doing the Dan Housen character. And then people started talking about him and look at how far it's gotten him. It wasn't, Mm -hmm how good he is at wrestling it was how much people were talking about him and how much people wanted to buy his shit you know well you know with ricky you know you my thing is you know you you've got to be more than just a pretty face guys got on the mic and well-rounded you have to make someone interested Granted, I will say this. I kind of was wishing and hoping that when MJF did the, the whole when he's grabbing his tights for that one pin, I was hoping everyone would see the peach 
I was like, at least this way, you know, you can get something good out of it. But, you know. Yeah. No, I didn't even get that. I got Saggy Diaper Ricky. Yeah. But and the match the match was, wasn't bad. It just wasn't it was okay. good for Ricky. It didn't make him look good at all. It made him look like yeah. a chump. Yeah. And, and, and it wasn't even like the physical execution of it all. Like their chemistry was just fine. But the, the way the match was put together just made yeah. you kind of go, he's a chump. But also MJF's not really that great of a wrestler either. No, so he could put together a good match. He could put together a good match, but he's not that great of a wrestler. So no. for me, it's like, okay, how many times did we get the spot where he was holding onto the rope and Paul Turner didn't see it until like the twelfth time? Yeah, and I hated that shit too, where Paul Turner kicks his arm. Yeah. Just kicks him and then and then that's how Ricky's able to get out of it. Like Ricky mm-hmm. can't get out of the move that everyone can get out of every time we ever see it. But because he, he stomps needs... on his elbow accidentally. And my thing is it's like, okay, bro. You know, yeah, you almost lost your, your career because of that ek injury. But my question is, what have you done other than wine to put you where you are? What have you done? Hmm. Yeah, nothing. You're riding on the coattails of an asshole who doesn't give a fuck about anything. You know, he took his money. He's like, I took my millions and millions and ran. Okay. You? Who are you? You didn't even, you weren't even, okay. If he was that fucking, if Punk believed in him that much, he would have had a match. It would have been him instead of Will Hobbs. But do you want to know why Will Hobbs got the match, Ricky? Because people in the back love themselves some Will Hobbs. They champion him. Who's got your back back there? You got to look at that. Why do you think Colt Cabana still has a job? Who has his fucking back? Let's go there. Hmm. Uh, I know we talked about it earlier with mm-hmm. Jericho latching on to other people's popularity mm-hmm. to be the one to come out on top. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this. So I was just going to let you know real quick. Um, Jericho Housen was announced for the Rockin' Raging Tour at Sea against the Guns. Chris Jericho is going to wear Dan Housen face paint and do Dan Housen's gimmick with him, and they're going to tag team up against the guns. Wow. Looks so dumb and so bad. Well, he did the Orange Cassidy thing last year. I know, and it was terrible. Yeah. So he's just doing it again. So yeah. uh, was there anything else you wanted to, to touch on at all? Um, yeah, who would have thought, thought that Amanda would be so negative about Ricky Starks? But the punk thing did it. Sorry. I am always, always have, and always will be Team Cabana. Huh. Sorry, Ricky. You, you, you done fucked that one up. Mm-mm. Yeah, because how do I even meet Ricky Stars? Oh, had to do with Cole Cabana. See? So, anything else? No. Uh, no. I mean, I'm good because you know what? I've had so much of this soju, man. Holy shit. I can. Ooh. And I will send you. I'm going to send one to Bishop too. I'm going to send out some boozy award uh, nominees. I don't. Yeah. I don't think we're going to do it next week. I think we'll actually do it the last week of the year. Just why not let anything skate in when we want? Because uh, the 28th and 29th are the last 
Wednesday and Thursday. That's clearly after Christmas. I think we could still do the show. Oh, I think so. So I think we're going to do the boozies as normal. If mm -hmm. someone has a scheduling problem, then maybe we could talk about pre-recording it or something. But um, I'm going to start sending out those boozy award things. So you can start working on it. Have a few weeks to put it together. Make sure you uh, you like it. Make sure something comes up in the next two weeks. You can edit it. Uh, but yeah, I think that uh, I think that's going to do it. I think we'll be back next week right here in the dive bar of the IWC. Guys, that's last call. Cheers. Hey, producer lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support us or buy us a drink by following and putting the I and subscribe on Twitch. Or subscribe and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Cheers. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rock.